Like those were the moments that are the most powerful in my heart, even though I love the play. Right. But it's really a container for relationships and conversations. Right. everybody and welcome to the Life Reframe Podcast. I'm Lauren Morgan. And I'm Rick Dunn. And it is summer, Rick. It is summer, Lauren. It's the best of times. Hey, and we just had a pretty good weekend, the Dunn-Morgan celebration of summer. We did pretty well in Chicago, <laughs> celebration don't you think? Of summer. We did. We went to Chicago. Tommy yeah. and I went to Chicago with you and Teresa. We so had a fun. great time. It was great. So it's the great time to talk about summer fun because we just had a, a ton of it, right? We did. Yes. We had a lot of summer fun. And uh, that's where... That's what our episode is today. So where are we going with this? Yeah. And so something like, why do you have to reframe summer fun? <laughs> yeah, that seems pretty like straightforward. <laughs> what great. needs to be reframed yeah. about like, it? Like who's not good at that? Like, mm-hmm. right. But I wanted to, something I've learned over the years in summer fun, just to think about. And, and so let me just kind of give a broad idea of what we're going to talk about. And actually this would pair well with our self-care episode. Okay. Because some of these are going to touch on similar, but we're going to focus more on kind of this moment. But just just a thought to start with. Um, if we do tons of recreation and leisure and ignore the recreating of our hearts and the paying attention to those pieces of us. So, because American culture idealizes and idolizes leisure entertainment, recreation, I mean, sports, movies, like, For which, sure. are, which are all wonderful things. I mean, yeah, you know, both we love them. We love those things yeah. and they're good in and of themselves, mm-hmm. but there are times when we misunderstand recreation as also being a recreation and, and kind of the Sabbath of the soul that we need. And the illustration I would use, it's like being on a, a raft in the ocean and you're deserted. You're not sure what's coming. You're so thirsty and you decide to drink the ocean water. And for the moment, it's, it's liquid, it's wet, it's good, and it's also going to shrivel you up because it will dehydrate you and kill you. It will make you die faster, mm-hmm. actually. And so in our culture of leisure and all the wonderful things that are there, we just want to say, hey, while you're having all that fun, while you're having all the summer fun and, and have a blast, enjoy it, but also be mindful of your soul as you're yeah. walking through that, because one of the things we want to do when we have space is make sure we're taking care of our soul and not just getting away or numbing ourselves out or feeling good. That's so good. Cause I think those are the things that we tend to do is like get away, numbing out and yeah. feeling good. Like that's what's, what's easy to do. And what, I mean, I know I, I tend to find myself doing that or being like, I'm just going to get away. Or I even saw that this weekend. Okay. So there is tons of truth to that too, though. There is you, like, it's not in and of itself a bad thing. You did not bring your three children on the plane. <laughs> so I did get away. <laughs> you got away. Yeah. Uh, you did fun things, right? Right. But then there's that other piece of just being mindful that our souls are on that journey too, that are really, and our souls need some things that aren't the same as watching a ball game, watching a movie and some other kinds of things. So we just want to think about that a little bit. It's a, yes. a little bit of a lighter topic. Hopefully it'll encourage everyone. And the recreation of our soul and doing that soul work, it's an ongoing process that should never take a vacation. Hmm. Should never take a vacation tending to our soul because out of it, God says there's the wellsprings of life. And so... You know, kind of a, a negative example of what people do is people who live to get drunk on the weekends. Hmm. So I'm going to get through this hard week and I'm going to get drunk on the weekend. And then I'm going to come back next week and I'm going to work. And you, I don't know if you know, I know people who work 
for the weekend drunk. Sure, they yeah. work our students in college too often go yeah. do this. For the, well, what's going to happen is you're going to build all the stress during the week. You're going to numb out the stress, mm-hmm. and you're going to wake up on Monday morning having no actually and being in worse shape than you were before to deal with that stress and needing more of the medication. Yeah. And we can do that with TV. Mm-hmm. We can do it with sports. We can do it with social media. There are all kinds of things that can be wonderful things. And in the summer, uh, we just need to be particularly aware of that. So we're just going to talk about four things today that can help us think through how to care for our souls and play at the lake okay. and go to a summer movie. And with COVID behind us, <laughs> just play. And, just play, yeah. And you've been around me and you've been Teresa and I in Chicago. We like to play. Yes. We're very into play. I can now verify that <laughs> as I've seen it with my own eyes. Right. So, okay, what's our first thing? Okay, so the first thing is uh, be intentional, but not rigid. Mm-hmm. You want to be intentional about what you're doing, but not rigid. So this verse from Deuteronomy 429, it says, but if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. And so... I want to make sure when I go on vacation that I'm intentionally aware that I'm taking my soul with me and I want to continue to seek after God in the midst of playing Mm -hmm. and having fun. And some of that is honestly, Lauren, just being willing to uh, pay attention to what's going on around you. It might be you're sitting at the beach and here's the sunset and you just take a moment and you think, thank you, God. Like this reminds me how small I am and how good you are, right? Being on a plane does that for me too. Does it really? The beach for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you're up high and all you see are the clouds yeah. and stuff, that, yeah, at the beach, the airplane. Yeah. yeah, and I think, I have heard you say or text or something where I've heard you say something like it, you never get tired of that. Never get tired of that point of view. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'm like still as amazed by it now as I was when I was like eight and yeah. first flew. So not losing that amazement, mm-hmm. right? That's a great example. And one of the things that that I particularly enjoyed was seeing your Instagram after our Chicago trip and all the things that you saw that I didn't see. The dog with the socks was a big one. <laughs> but, Listen, y'all, there's this <laughs> tiny dog with the tiniest socks on its paws. It, uh-huh. I've literally, like, I don't even, maybe it would have fit my pinky. They were tiny. It was yeah. amazing. So each of us see some things, right? I, I just thought, you know, Lauren, because of your social media strengths and because of really just how you're wired, you saw, you would see things. I saw pictures there. I was probably standing beside you, many of the things you saw, and I didn't see them the way you saw them, but you you noticed them. So being intentional without being rigid could just be, I'm just going to notice what God's doing. Yeah. So we were coming back from the Cubs game, and I should say Cubs and Cardinals game. I apologize for not getting because, that right. Because, so we did go to the, we went I to Wrigley Field. I was not going to say that, I promise And we I saw the Cubs and the Cardinals play. If anyone is new to the podcast, if you're old, you know that we've talked about this a lot. If you're new to the podcast, Rick's a Cubs fan, I'm a Cardinals fan. We saw them play. The Cardinals were just brutal. It was awful. They have starting brutalized pitching, them. Starting pitching death day. And yeah. to just get that out in the open. Yeah, I wasn't okay? going to do We're that. just going to, sh- it's okay. We don't have to hide I, I it. did say to you though, that we now have a shared experience because I have many times gone to Wrigley Field to watch my team lose. So. There we go. Now we've both done <laughs> 80% it. 80% of the time. Um, Ooh, so yeah. anyway, back to that. We're on the super crowded CTA, the train coming mm-hmm. back. And it's super crowded. And this one gentleman gets up and offers Teresa his seat. Yeah. And then 
when the when a few people got off the train, he came over to me and said, "Hey, you want to stand here so I could stand next to Teresa?" Oh, that's nice. It was so kind. Yeah, that's really kind. It was so. I said, "You're such." I said to him, "You're such a kind person, and I really appreciate you." And I didn't really see that. Like I saw, I, I you saw Teresa sit down. Kind of, yeah. sort of saw that maybe Teresa, someone had offered Teresa a seat, yeah. but you, there's tons of people on there, and we're not. But there were yeah, just I didn't moments really see of that. kindness. We <laughs> had at the. Um, at the game, April, the stadium staff worker, shout out to April, who was, we, we all just loved her and how she did her job. Mm-hmm. So there's always places, and it doesn't have to be, it can be in, in your backyard, sitting quietly at night, listening to, you know, the sounds of night. Yeah. But it's just being intentional, not rigid, like, I've got to read three devotionals every right. day, and I've got to, I got to have a 20-minute quiet time. Just be intentional in the middle of summer, and don't let all the activities remove you from, you need to renew your soul, particularly if you're like headed back into a busy fall or trying to figure out how to live after COVID. So that's the first one, be intentional without being rigid. Okay. The second one is stay connected to your heart and to God's heart. Um, And what I mean by that is like being intentional is kind of paying attention once around, but also sometimes Lauren in the recreation moments mm-hmm. and those often give us a little bit more space I and mean, that's one of the things that makes them wonderful they give us space mm-hmm. things kind of bubble up internally okay like do you just like you have thoughts or I hadn't thought about that or you have yes because you have the space to have them space. or yeah. maybe you've been dealing with something really hard and you just like you don't have time to think about that and then all of a sudden kind of that quieter moment you mm-hmm. have that to do or you're out with your kids and you notice something about your kids it's a a little bit different and 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 maybe maybe in the midst of being with your kids there there's actually something that's a little bit hard about that and it, it affects your heart but staying connected to God's heart and to our own heart uh, is really important let me read a couple of passages of scripture uh, related to that okay um, one is Psalm 4211 where the, the psalmist is speaking to his soul why my soul are you downcast why so disturbed within me put your hope in God for I will yet praise him my Savior and my God. In Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted over the earth. And both of those, the, the psalmist is saying to his soul, hey, wake up, pay attention, see what's going on inside of there. It might be that on the vacation is the first time you're able to sit with your child and have a conversation that's not correcting them, directing them, trying to push them somewhere. Maybe you're working a a puzzle together. Maybe you're going for a walk together. Maybe you're uh, listening to some story they tell of something and you have space you've never had before and just paying attention to the celebrating what's in your heart. So there's just all those things that can happen when we're out of our routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, did you, you love summer camps, didn't you? You were a camp person, weren't you? A retreat yeah. person? Yeah, I mean, yes, There's. I think that there's magic to them. I didn't have like the one, I wish I had though. I love them in movies and TV shows. Yeah. I wanted to have the one where I like spent the summer at or spent a bunch of time okay. at and yeah. like, you know, you have this whole yeah. camaraderie and family right, right. that you build. I wish I had that, but I did go to, yeah, several camps and I do love it and I love it for my kids too. So camp was a huge part of my life. Okay. A huge turning point in my life. One of the things that camps or retreats do is they get you out of your routine. That's why they work for kids because they get you out of your routine and they put you in a different routine and you can learn and explore and experience new things about yourself. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. So the same thing is happening in recreation and when you're playing, when you're going to... 
a new movie, when you're going to for a hike with your family, there's all kinds of things and that just paying attention to what's on your heart because you might find there's something that's been missing back home. Yeah. You're like, I really need this. So when my kids were little, we'd go to the beach. I always, uh, each kid got one morning of the week at the Waffle House with dad. Oh, that's a good idea. And I knew what each kid wanted, right? And, uh, it, they, you know, we didn't have like huge life conversations that would blow you away. But it would remind me of how I just need to stay connected to my kids. Right. And it's so hard when we're back home and we're running 30 different directions and, and I just want to do that. Or my wife loves the morning. She loves sunrises. And so I hate early morning stuff. It just is like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but sitting with her at a sunrise and enjoying that moment with her is a reminder to me that I really do value her. And I really do thank God for her. Mm-hmm. And it's worth losing a little sleep to have that time with her. And it reminds me of what matters. So again, you're, you're being intentional mm-hmm. without being rigid. And then you're staying connected with God's heart and your heart. And that can, you can read a book, you can read a few verses. I'm more of a type, I'll probably read like one passage of scripture at the beginning of my vacation and spend the whole week just thinking about it. Yeah. Instead of like having these big things, just just over the over the course of the week, just paying attention to and connecting to what God's up to. So I think that's encouraging and helpful to hear too, because sometimes I think we have the notion that to stay connected, it has to be this. Well, I'm going to do this whole Bible study on there. I'm going to read this entire book by this author. You know, yeah, read through the Bible. So it's nice to hear you say that part of it too. Well, and I think I've shared on here. I know we have conversations, a lot of conversations. Some record with some we don't, but obviously you and I believe in conversations. Like they're the big deal. Mm-hmm. And as much as the weekend, I loved the stuff we did. We went to some really cool, fun things. I will really probably more longer remember our conversation over pizza when you talked about some just your family and and how God had formed your family and gave us insights I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Or time I spent walking with Tommy talking about some big life stuff just along the river in Chicago. Like those were the moments that are the most powerful in my heart, even though I love the play. Right. But it's really a container for relationships and conversations. Right, right. And so those are just, just taking a little bit. And it, again, they don't have to be big things. It might be a little thing with like, you know, God, I, well, like Teresa, now this is a big, though so this is a big thing. It don't have to be like this. But when we went on our vacation to um, Chicago, a little while ago, and we talked about how we sit down and decide what we're going to do in our 60s. Right. Who we're going to be in our life. And that's a big formal conversation. A big formal thing. You mm-hmm. don't do that every time. Mm-mm. But there were so many conversations we had last weekend about having been in Chicago twice in a very short amount of time and having once lived there, how we've changed, how we've grown, what we've learned, just kind of came up in the conversation. Yeah. And so those are really important things. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. What do we have? Okay. What's so our the third, third one is... Um, See the whole of your life so that you're considering what it means for your soul to have rest. Mm-hmm. Because we know, like, sometimes we, in our self-care episode, I talked about Teresa and I going away just for 24 hours. <laughs> she slept half the time because she was just exhausted. Yeah. Uh, and that's important. And, like, I know you, when you all go to the beach, you go with your parents. Yes. And that means that there's more hands on deck for the children which is more space for Lauren than than usual, right? This is true, yes. And so there is some opportunity to rest and and, and recreate. And, but then when we think about rest in our soul, Psalm 62, 1, truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. And then Psalm 63, 1, you, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. 
just remembering on that vacation, not going to your go-to numb out thing. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday nights, Teresa works late, late. And I typically work late, late because, so when we come on Tuesday nights, I, we don't, unless something really critical is happening in the right. day, there's not going to be any conversation. Sure. It's going to be, she loves the voice. You know, it's right now it's the College World Series. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the thing that you, it's your kind of your go-to. I'm just going to turn my brain off and I'm just going to go, you know. And and again, those are not bad things. You may right. say, I've been wanting to catch up on this Netflix show and I'm going to do that over vacation. Nothing, again, but that won't rest your soul. Yeah. And your soul, Augustine said, our hearts are restless till they find their rest in thee. Now that's how it talks about our salvation. Right. But that's our day-to-day lives too. That's interesting. I mean, I think it's really easy. It's easy for me. I, I, I'm assuming for people in general um, to turn on a show on Netflix or whatever and just, and yeah, just kind of numb out to yeah. what's going on. And sometimes in a small dose, like that's okay, right? Like it's resting your mind. Yes. That's a good way to rest. There's nothing wrong with rest, resting your mind on entertainment. Right. Nothing. But it can become a habit of yeah. numbing out, right? Well, and and it will rest your mind, but it won't rest your soul. Yes. Okay. So that's the important. Sometimes you have to rest your mind to get to resting your soul. Sure. But our souls need rest. And they're not going to be rested by probably the programming on no, Netflix. No, they're Or not. any streaming service. <laughs> not to call out Netflix. <laughs> no, exactly. Okay. Um, that's really good. Anything else for that one? Well, I think the fourth one will take care of that. Okay. And the, and the fourth one is uh, cultivate sustainable habits. So my life verses are Psalm 25, 4 and 5. Make me know your way, O Lord. Uh, teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. That's what I would call aspirational verses. <laughs> I mean, I would say so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the verses... I've learned over the years why God gave me those verses. The verses begin with an acknowledgement that his ways and his truth are not necessarily mine. The source of life and salvation on a daily basis comes from him. And I need to wait, even though waiting makes me feel very vulnerable. Yes. And so what we're now, you know, if you're, if this is the lifetime vacation at Disney, you're probably not going to have a lot of time to cultivate much of anything. No. Right? No. Yeah. Or, or even in our, Quick tour of Chicago. We were on quite a bit, right? Yeah, but we were always, real active. There's always those standing on the subway. Mm-hmm. There's always, uh, if you're camping, if you love camping, there's always that time around the fire when there's maybe not a lot of conversation or that opportunity to kind of just stretch and take a little hike. Or mm-hmm. And in those moments can be some of our best moments for continuing to build some sustainable habits about waiting and listening and setting aside some time that I find over the period of just doing life can start to get, they can start to wane. It's like mm-hmm. I get, it's like I atrophy on some of these things. And my vacation, my play, my summer space, if I've been given the privilege to do that, and, and it doesn't require money. You don't have to go to Chicago. You don't have to go to Disney. You can do this uh, in the quiet of your home just, right. just by saying, hey, we're not going anywhere this weekend. Right. We're going to take some staycation. We're going to go take the kids. We're going to do some really fun things, do some things they love to do, take them to the lake, you know, whatever. You can do this on not too big of a budget. But while you're doing those things, connecting it to your whole life so that you're looking at your whole life. And and I, I think if I'm starting to kind of pull this together, 
what I would say is don't buy the American mythology of I'm going to work, 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 and then I'm going to go play. No, work, work, work without understanding how your soul really works and all that. Yeah. Okay. That's really good to think about because we, it's, there's so much fun to be had in the summer, but then even the summer fun can, it's not fulfilling and it's not all that it's cracked up to be once we're sitting in it. So I think these are such helpful thoughts for us. Yeah. So America, here's a good closing thought. The American leisure is mythology. A lot of it's mythology because it really is, it has become almost a life purpose in many ways. Mm. It, the, the money spent in America is spent on leisure more and more and more. And prosperity and wealth always, I mean, that's where that always trends towards is creating leisure. Yeah. Which, again, wonderful that we don't have to work 70 hour weeks and our kids don't have to start working in a coal mine at 12. 12. I mean, these are great things. I, I celebrate that. Wonderful if you have the resources to go to Disney, if you have the resources to go to a city that you love. Mm-hmm. Going to Chicago can be a part of feeding my soul if I stay connected to myself in it because it's really a wonderful thing for me. Right. But the seeing our lives as a whole piece and we move in and out of recreation and we move in and out of work. We move in and out of seasons. We move in and out of being very busy to trying to pull all that back. But the thread that runs through all that's our soul. And that's what we want to be attentive to and what we want to reframe that this is time given to me to practice and create a sustainable way of resting my soul, listening and paying attention to my heart and becoming a person who is not living from the outside in with the world dictating to me who I am and what I need, but from the inside out with what I'm learning about who God is in my own heart. Hmm. Such wise thoughts for us to think on. And have fun. And have fun. Absolutely. You can and do have, that. You can, you can have fun. You it's good to have can. fun. It's just like you can work hard and still feed your soul. You can play hard and still feed your soul. Yes. But at the end of the day, feed your soul. Very good. So as we're kind of at the midpoint of summer, I think uh, it's probably safe to say it's good for us to talk about this today. So we've had probably a lot of us have had a lot of fun playing already. And uh, this gives us kind of something to think about as we head into the back end and try to finish out summer well. Yeah. And COVID, for those who are listening in, when we're dropping the episode, it's the summer after COVID. And COVID has a lot of pent up it really does. I think a lot. I know I've feel this myself. I've seen it in other people. It's like, we had to go big this summer. We didn't get to have regular summer last year. Right. And so you're so, kind of making up. Yeah. For, which again, let's celebrate that. Teresa and I have already, if you listen to these episodes, wow, they're really playing a lot these days. And we are. But by practicing these things, I not only get the recreation I get the recreation in my heart and soul, which is really what I'm going to need when I come back. I need mental break. I need physical break. But my soul needs strength and so I can go forward what God has for me. So if you're out there and you're listening to this on the way to vacation, have fun. Happy summer, everybody. <laughs> Happy summer, everybody. All right. That's it for the Life Reframe podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for being here. Have a good one. 
we so appreciate our life reframe listeners thank you for being a part of our conversations we hope that you enjoy them and just learn as much as we do when we have the conversations because we literally are creating as we go so thanks for being a part of that creative process if you love this podcast you can go rate us on apple Podcasts with a five-star rating that always helps us you can share this podcast with others who you think might enjoy these conversations or benefit from them and above all we are so thankful for our tech team our communications team their support their creativity and their excellence makes this podcast work and finally to branded who happens to be my son zach thanks for another great round of music for our intro and outro we love it and when i hear it i think of zach so we appreciate you we love you all thanks for listening and we look forward to the next conversation on life reframed